Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back. Man, thanks for taking the time to join us once again here in the Musicians Cafe. It's post-tax day by a day or two, so hopefully you're feeling a little better about yourself. Have to have to pay those crazy things, but we all got to do it. It's part of what's responsible as a citizen. So, uh, so anyway, we got through it, and now we're back to the cafe. It's a great place to be. I uh, want to welcome everybody for another episode. It's episode 75, man. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that 75 episodes have gone by. We have met some of the coolest pe- people in the area. Some of the greatest bands around here. It's been so much fun. We're going to keep this thing going until you guys tell me to stop. So it should be a lot of fun. Tonight, I'm feeling a little bit weird, man. I don't have my sidekick with me. Uh, Ryan's out on assignment. He actually actually have to work tonight. You know how that work thing goes, man. It kind of comes first. I understand. But we're going to miss Ryan and give him a shout out there. And he'll be back with us next week for definitely uh, to join us on the show. In the meantime, man, we've got some very cool cats. First of all, one of them loves bourbon. And that's cool. And the other person, he's a drummer, and that makes him extra cool. So <laughs> I've got with me none other man than Ryan Thomas and Nathan, and they're also from the Ryan Thomas and Remedy. I hope I have that right. Do I? A new Remedy. New Remedy. A new, there a we new go. Remedy, yeah. baby. See, I, I knew I needed you guys, man. It's all good, brother. Ryan Thomas <laughs> and New Remedy. I'll get it right there. But these cats are chairing it up right now. And, uh, man, just so glad you had time to make the show. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Nathan, you feeling well, too, brother? I'm feeling good. Good, man. Good. Happy to have you guys. We're going to get find out everything that's going on with you and the band here in just a few minutes. In the meantime, I'm going to knock out this menu and kind of let everybody know what's going on. Everybody out there, grab a pen and paper and write down something, because we got to go support these local acts. Uh, I'm going to start out like we always do over the mountain there at Tally Ho Theater. Um, they've got a kind of a neat weekend. It's a fundraiser weekend. Uh, all weekend, the 8th, 9th, and 10th, that's Friday and Saturday and Sunday night, they're doing Jingle Jam, and it's a fundraiser they do every year for juvenile diabetes. Um, so, you know, of course, they'd love to have your help. If you want to look at showtimes and things, I think they have several different ones. So just jump on the website for Tally Ho, and you can pick out one that fits your schedule and head down there and help them out. That'd be great. Hollywood Casino, man. This is so cool. I'm so excited about this. On Friday night, they've got Steel Panther. Mm. Ryan, you've heard of them, right? You're making a face. I have. You, you know about them, Nathan? No. Right, so, <laughs> so a lot of people look at me questioning. Steel Panther is, is a throwback band that sort of re, uh, recreates the 80s hair metal. Okay. But they're a real band. They, they write real music and everything, but they've got the, you know, the, the, they've got the, the look, the big hair, um, you know, the, the, the whole thing that was going on back in the 80s. Uh, even the attitudes, and, and, mm. and from what I understand, they party like crazy animals, too. Thank you. But the band is killer, and they're going to be uh, doing a show over at Hollywood Casino. People get them confused with uh, Steel Dragon that was in the movie Rockstar, but it's actually not Steel Dragon. It's Steel Panther. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> good movie, too. I like that. Excellent. It was a good movie. <laughs> but, yeah, Steel Panther's going to be there, so it should be a lot of fun, all you 80s uh, uh, metalheads. You can go over and check that out. And then on Saturday night, man, I had to look at this twice, but Saturday night at Hollywood Casino, none other than KC and the Sunshine Band, man. Holy smokes. That's awesome. Um, I know a lot of 70s people out there. I DJed for a lot of years, and trust me, a KC song always works, always. And so, man, a lot of people out there love them. Grab some tickets. It may be sold out. I don't know. But go over and see uh, KC and the Sunshine Band over at Hollywood Casino this weekend. Bear Chase Brewery up on the mountain. Have you ever played her yet, Ron? Not yet. We got to get you in there, brother. Let's get in there, man. Right, Nathan? You got to get you guys in <laughs> For there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll be listening tonight. But Bear Chase Brewery's got a full weekend, like always. On Friday night, they're going to have the Juliet Lloyd Trio. On the ninth, the early act is Pete Lapp. He's a regular there. And then that evening is James Stevens. And on Sunday, they have Nathaniel Davis in the afternoon. So make sure you stop out. Bear Chase is blowing up, man. Um, they're just doing so many cool things over there. So make sure you go check them out. Box Office Brewery in Strasburg. They've got a cool weekend, too. On uh, on the 8th, Friday night, they've got Shade Tree Collective, and that's a bluegrass band. Now, are you, are you a fan of bluegrass, Ryan, right? I love bluegrass. That's what I figured, right? I love it. It's such a cool thing, man. Very you cool. know, great, great musicians in that genre, for sure. Uh, but that's going to be neat down at box office. And then on the 9th, Saturday night, is Crosswinds Band. We've had them on the show. They're fantastic. They do a great job it, it definitely go support crosswinds if you can they're going to be there on saturday night definitely. uh troubadour parking lounge up in scenic west virginia they've got kind of a neat weekend one of the regular bands up there is midnight whiskey and two of the guys that are in that band are going to be doing like a duo this weekend it's vince and luke and they're going to be playing up there on saturday night and uh, they're going to be doing a birthday party it says happy birthday donnie so donnie happy birthday from the show and you guys make it out to troubadour man you always a good time up there to have to be had for sure 
Piccadilly Public House. If I had a drum roll right now, I'd do it. But one of my biggest supporters of the show is Mr. Jim Snedeker, and he is playing there on Friday night. Uh, I believe he starts at 7 o'clock. Jim reached out to me today. Um, if I can do it, I'm going to try to get by and see him. But, man, this cat is cool as they come. He's been so helpful with the show. He's so talented. He's a keyboardist. He's a guitarist. He's a singer. Man, go out and support Jim if you can. He's going to be at Piccadilly's on Friday night. And then on Saturday, another friend of the show. Man, I'm happy to say this. On Saturday night, it's the Blackjack Duo. Jimmy and Mel are going to be down there playing. Jimmy and Mel are always great. Um, and you can go check them out, man, and have a good time as well. Backseat Bar and Grill. So uh, they've got a cool show on Saturday night. They've got a band that's been there a couple of times, Motor Smoke. And if you don't recognize Motor Smoke out there, the people that are my age or yeah, maybe even younger too, but Rob Welsh of Blackmail fame back in the day, had a great band around here called Blackmail. That's Rob's new band, Motor Smoke. They do classic rock. And of course, you know, Rob is killer at doing things like Ozzy and Aerosmith. So definitely go check them out. They're a good time to be had by all there on Saturday night at Backseat Bar and Grill. Blue Fox Bar and Grill is going to be busy this weekend, too. Now, check this out, Ryan and Nathan. I'm going to get y'all's thoughts on this. On Friday night, they have uh, the whole weekend is sort of the heavier feel of the bands. So Friday night is Silver Tongue, mm. Navarium, Rise Among Rivals, and Rubicon Sky. Mm. Familiar with any of those? Silver Tongue, big time. Uh, are you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so Silver Tongue is probably <laughs> the headline. I would agree. So that's Friday night, four bands. Um, Saturday is God of Nothing. Dead Switch and Behead the Betrayed. That's on Saturday. Now, one thing that stuck out to me, because I'm not really familiar with the bands, although I'm sure they're good, but who makes better names for bands than heavy metal guys, <laughs> man, right? Right. Seriously. And the fonts. The, it's a, the yes, fonts exactly. Exactly, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. When I mean, when you look at me, it just looks so powerful. And, you know, I mean, you know, God of Nothing and Behead the Betrayed. I mean, I, I wish I, when I was thinking about the name of a band, I'd have one of those cats around to help me do that because I come up with stuff like, you know, I don't know what it would be, but, you know, Brian and the Earthshakers or something dumb like that. You know what I'm saying? And they. <laughs> Man, they kill it. So it's very cool. But go out to Blue Fox this weekend yeah. and let them know that we're trying to get them on the show as well, too. Bright Box Theater. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, it's got a busy weekend. On Friday night, they got Scythian. It's been there quite a few times. Again, one of the heavier genres. And they have Smoke the Poet with them. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. Roma's Old Town. I had to throw them on there because uh, that's uh, uh, old buddy of ours, Robbie Lyman, is going to be playing there on Friday night. Friday's a... I mean, Robbie's a great friend of the show, supports us well, um, and just a you know a very popular act around here. He'll be solo, of course, but that'll be on Friday night at Roma's in Old Town Mall. And then also, a recent guest of ours, Kimberly Burke, is going to be there on Friday night at the Half Note at George Washington. Um, so I, everybody talks. Now, Ryan, have you played there yet? Not yet. Another one we've got to get you into. Excellent. But everybody Excellent. tells me that the, that the acoustics in that place are like the best around. I don't know if you've mm. been in there to hear anybody or not, but... If you has uh, if you guys want to go out and see some great music, go support Kimberly, man. She did such a good job on our show, and she's very talented. So uh, go try to support her. Uh, and that's pretty much what I've got. I think on the menu this week. Um, all I want to say is available from the music. Uh, pardon me, from the Mission Road Band. It's their new album. It can be found on. Uh, I think it's being printed right now, but uh, I think you can find the music at. Um, uh, iTunes, so you can definitely check that out and make sure we support the Mission Road Band. They're kind of like the official house band of Musicians Cafe, so I always want to support Polly Coconuts and the gang over there. Mm. And last but not least, I've got my weekly trivia question. And uh, so we're going to we're gonna throw that out there. Um, this is kind of a funny one. Uh, I'm always intrigued by people um, who you don't know their real name, Ryan. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm. Like you hear people like, uh, you know... Um, Elton John, you know what I mean? What's his real name? That kind of thing. So this week's question has to do with that. And what is what is U2's guitarist, The Edge? What is his real name? That's a good one. Now, Bono is, everybody wants to know. That's always the one that people, what's Bono? It's Paul Hewitt, everybody. So you got, yeah, I solved that one for you. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to, uh, if you want to, Find out a, a one that's hard. What is the Edge's real name? You got any guesses? He's Irish, so I mean, I, I could take a shot, but I have no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. no idea. <laughs> it's so, it, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting, but I love to throw those out there. We try to do this impossible uh, trivia every week. So you guys think about it. At the end of the show, we'll get back to that question. I'll let everybody know what the answer to the Edge's real name is. So 
Cool. All right, man. We got through it without having a train wreck, so that's great. Got Nathan sitting to my right. I got Ryan sitting on my left here. We're huddled around the table. We got some bourbon going. It's awesome. Uh, how are you guys? It's fun being you right now, is it not? It's great. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big smiles. I like it. I like. Tell me a little bit about what's going on. What y'all been into? Oh man. <clears throat> well, um, well, first off, super thankful to be on the show. Oh, for well, sure. Um, we have been. We've had a busy year. Uh, it's been about a year. We probably yeah. started this thing about literally a year ago. Wow. Okay. And um, we've been playing shows all 2023. It's been amazing. Um, we've played. I mean, we've touched a lot of ground um, throughout the uh, community. Uh, Front Royal, Winchester, um, Clear Stephen City, Clearbrook, yeah. all, all those places. It's been really cool trying to venture out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, just writing a lot, really just kind of getting our name out and uh, just trying to do our thing. But uh, we have been having a blast doing well, it. That's, that's the best for part. For sure. <laughs> that, is, that is the fun part. That's cool. That's cool. So it's been fun this summer because there's more places to play, right? I mean, there's yes. cool places to go yeah. play all the time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that makes it so nice. And, and, and in fact, it's it's funny because, you know, the summertime was really great. We played a lot of outdoor shows, but now that it's cooler, we, we go inside and yeah. it's and it's actually like really, really cool. <laughs> it's really, really nice. We don't have to worry about like the winds and the elements and things yeah. like that. You remember the, the PA falling off the stand? Yeah. Not fun. <laughs> we played a we played a gig at Regions and I don't know what the wind speed got up to, uh, but I had cymbals flying off. Oh man. literally UFOing like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, those outdoor shows can be interesting, man. I'm telling you, between rain and wind and everything else, yeah. it can definitely spice things up for sure. <laughs> well, cool, cool. So we're going to find out what's what the history behind everything is. So, Nathan, bear with me because yes, I'm going to come back to you in, yep. in a minute. But, Ryan, let's talk about you a little bit. Tell me, first of all, you're originally from this area, right? You grew up here. Right. Tell me a little bit about growing up here, how you got started in music, that kind of thing. Sure. So I grew up in a, I grew up in Stephen City, um, very suburb, very suburban development. Right. And um, so a lot of skateboards, a lot of bikes, and a lot of my buddies were listening to, you know, Nirvana and Blink-182 and things like that, kind of just like this punk rock stuff. And um, we wanted to learn how to play so bad. Um, so we gravitated to stuff that was very simple. Right. Like Nirvana, right. a lot of these like, you know, power chord stuff. And I remember the first the first song I ever learned on on guitar was, was uh, gosh, what was it? Probably, probably like uh, uh, smells like teen spirit. Yeah, something like <laughs> I mean, that. Yeah, literally right. just like just a couple chords. <laughs> and uh, when we finally, me and my buddies, we would just do that song, and we would actually make it happen. We we're like, this is music. We're, right, we're musicians now. <laughs> and it was just cool how that all kind of, kind of, you know, came together. Yeah, I've had a lot of influences growing up, though. I mean, I had I had country music, I had southern rock, punk rock, all this stuff just just in my ears all the time. And so when I finally learned how to play and I learned how to kind of graft chords together, it just kind of came out like at this, you know, being from here, you know, you kind of have like that Southern thing. Sure. And you also yeah. kind of have like this kind of like, you know, we're, we're kind of like a, like a, um, a suburb of DC. So you kind of do have that urban kind of thing going on. We're, we're, we're a very cool niche. I feel right. like. Right. And so all of those influences kind of just, just, came naturally and you'll find out that sound that we have is actually pretty unique and pretty yeah. cool yeah. i would say yeah. but uh but yeah i mean just just growing up here um watching live shows i mean the downtown winchester district has always just been a really cool home to yeah to live yeah. music and things and uh -huh. and uh actually my first concert uh was poison and Cinderella. That's awesome. <laughs> the coolest concert ever in Virginia Beach. That's so in nice. like 2006 or 07. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was amazing. The guy sounded so cool. I think literally um, the lead singer of Cinderella just blew a vocal cord. Oh, wow. So he sang all of the songs in this super cool low, you know, yeah. not, not like his traditional uh, uh, Kiefer's. His yeah, Kiefer, Tom Kiefer. Tom yeah. Kiefer, yeah. man. He, he, he sang so low and, and sexy. It was very cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And of course, Poison blew it out of the water. It was amazing. Very Se cool. 17 years later, they're both still out doing it, by still the way. Doing they're their still thing. doing it. Yeah, I'm telling you. And they've been doing it since I was your age. Amazing. Which is really amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I have a wide, a wide variety of influences. It's, it's amazing. I, I, my, you don't even want to see my, my, playlists it's that's cool out of this world <laughs> i think that's healthy we've talked about yeah. that many times on the show for sure 
So at a young age, um, you were you were hearing music. You were getting yourself involved. You mentioned before the show we talked that a big influence on you was 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 you know church praise and worship music and gospel yeah, music. How, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. I mean, you know, when you the cool thing about the church is, especially this for us growing up, the smaller the church, if you reveal any sense of talent. Yeah, the the sweet old ladies yeah, are like, we're putting you on stage <laughs> yeah. to show that off for yeah, the glory awesome. of Jesus, man. And I'll tell you what, I, I learned like three chords and uh, the music director of the church was like, you got to play that song. And so I got on stage and I played some old traditional church song. And of course, everybody thought I was, it was just Oh, Ryan, you're so amazing. <laughs> and, you know, when you get that, you're like, oh, man, I, I can do this. This is pretty cool. And uh, and so, yeah, you know, you just you kind of grow up in that. And, um, you know, luckily for me, I had a, a very large support system just kind of encouraging me always to to keep doing it. Right. And, um, yeah, the first, I mean, the first live performances I ever did were in church. Mm-hmm. And so I um, I definitely had had a lot of early on experiences of just eyes on you, you kind of learn yeah, how to, you yeah. kind of learn how to block it out and mm. you just kind of learn to, to, to enjoy the moment and not worry about, Oh, I just want to get off the stage. This is so awful. Yeah. You kind of grow through that. And so that's, that's kind of why I can feel confident enough to go out and not crumble under the pressure of right. the lights and yeah. the, and the people. And so, right. And, and cool. you know, you mentioned the, the, the fact that, you know, the older folks encouraged you. Okay. How to me that's so important. It you know yeah okay. So there's not a lot of people in the church, so your talent pool is smaller. Right. I get it, but that confidence that you learn and sort of being able to cut your teeth in front of people, they're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're not a lot a professional. of professional. A lot of grace. exactly right. <laughs> How important is that? Because I'm going to tell you, you know, like I went to a church. It was a great church, but we you know we had traditional hymns on a piano. We didn't really mm-hmm. do any extra instruments. So I had to go out and learn to play music in front of people, and often it was it was joining up with people that had been playing together for a long time, or whatever. And it wasn't always the nicest atmosphere. <laughs> you weren't encouraged in the same mm-hmm. way. It's like you know, if you didn't sort of meet up to their expectations, they weren't like, "Hey, man, you know, great job, good try." It's not like that. It's like, dude, right. you know. So I, it's really important, right? It That's is, a great it's, atmosphere. It's so important, and I feel like especially young musicians. You know, one thing that I always try to do is if I see some kid playing out on the Bus, busking out on the the downtown mall, you know. I'm always like, "Hey, bro, keep it up! Like, don't let anybody stop you from That's doing, awesome. doing yeah. your thing." I mean, because I remember being young, and you know, you're like, "Oh, just somebody validate me, please." Yeah, and um, you get just that little bit, and you're like, "Okay, all right, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing <laughs> yeah. this thing." Well, keep doing that, man, for sure. <laughs> all right, Nathan, buddy, I'm putting the spotlight on you, hey. brother. Let's just talk about your sort of the same question. Did you grow up around here and? How'd you get started in all this craziness? Yeah, uh, so I was born in Salisbury, Maryland. Okay, yeah. love that town. I um, go through it on the way I, to Ocean City all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool <laughs> little place. Um, I was raised there for like five years, and then uh, my parents got a job out in Pine Creek Retreat Center. Yeah, um, know exactly yeah. So where it is. I grew up in Gore. I grew up in the woods, the sticks, That's riding cool. four wheelers and stuff. Um, my my background in music. My mom just wanted me to play in band. She gotcha. was in the middle school. She's like, "You're just gonna go play band." I was a, I was a, I was a rebel kid. So she's, like, "You're gonna go play. You're gonna play in band." <laughs> I went in there. I, I tried to play the trumpet. I tried to play the trombone. All that stuff. They were like, "Nah, you're gonna go play drums." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Um, I played drums all the way through eighth grade, and I was like, "This is kind of boring," but I wanna, I wanna keep doing it. I wanna right, get, a, right. I wanna get a drum kit. Right. Um, and then I finally got a drum kit. I went to Crave our ch- our church. It's our youth, our youth, um, our like our youth yeah, thing. Shout out Crave, man. Right, shout right. out Crave, all, this, all those kids. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I sucked. I sucked at the drums, but I had this amazing mentor, Eddie Violet. Um, I know, I know yeah. who he is. Yes, yep. he's yeah. an amazing guy. He he had a lot of grace with me. Um, he showed me everything I know. Um, really, up to twenty twenty, I didn't really play out. Then I said it was at Crave or if it was at church. Um, but I I was a bedroom drummer. I would just <laughs> <laughs> I would I would play uh John Mayer's uh Live in LA album over and yeah, over okay. and over and over yeah. again and just, yeah. just get that pocket. Yeah. Um but me and Ryan met when I first started playing over at uh like the adult side of things and that that was really wild. It was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Did you have 
prior to meeting Ryan and prior to sort of mm. going to the adult end of it, did you have early influences at the drums or did it all happen so fast that you just kind of, it kind of, it kind of just happened really fast. Um, I listened, I grew up in the, the age of, um, not good music, but it was just really, <laughs> there wasn't like really good drums and stuff. Um, but right. I listened, I listened to a lot of Led Zeppelin. There you John go. Bonham. He was, he was really big. Okay. That's um, number one. Yeah. Nirvana, Dave Grohl, uh, with Foo Fighters. Like those, those kind of were my, the three biggest bands sure. I listened to. Yeah. Um, but Ryan Gordon, he was another really big mentor. For, I think for both of us, <laughs> for sure. Um, for but sure. he was a really big mentor for me, but he introduced me to like John Mayer and he's him, Steve Jordan, Pino Palladino, that mm-hmm. trio. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's probably one of my biggest, my honestly, my biggest influence of getting into music and actually wanting to step out and play live. Yeah, Steve Jordan has been doing yeah. it for so long and yeah. so great. Gosh, yes, cool. Yeah. And and so then you guys meet through Crave, yeah. is that right? Just a crazy circumstance. Yeah. Tell, tell me about like, that. So so literally, yeah. So <clears throat> literally, um, there was a time where I was doing kind of like this like worship leadership position at our church and, mm. and Nathan you're running sound for yeah. it and yep. we're every every week we're meeting in the park in Clearbrook just putting on church in the park just trying to grow something how cool know? is that yeah very, very cool. cool it was yeah. very cool I mean it was it, it was the year the cicadas come out yeah <laughs> it was the year that we like had 17 snow. I think. yeah we yeah. had snow we had snow in like late May early June yeah. it was wild it was wild the first everything was thrown at us everything oh, was wow. at us. And we just became like super tight. And um, I remember just asking you one day after after service, I'm like, bro, do you, you know, I know you like sound. Do you ever just miss getting up there? And he's like, bro, I really yeah. love to play. Yeah, there, there was a point where, so like I, from Crave to uh, the adult church, I played for almost five years. And then when I started doing sound, I took a two year break. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play on a stage for two years. That's hard to do. So I, I really missed it. Um, but when he asked me that, I was just, I was like, all, I was all like, in. Dude, yeah. And then, of course, you know, we're going through COVID and doing all this stuff. And, and we're, we're, we're all just trying to figure out, like, what does music and performing and just just doing this thing look like now? Right, right. And um, I had done, of course, obviously, you know, you mentioned the 2019 um, uh, Apple Blossom thing. Yeah. That the, was Mar- super. Winchester's got talent. Very, yeah. yeah. The very super cool opportunity uh, for that. Um, but when COVID happened, I think everything kind of, kind of just came to a dead stop for, mm. for a lot of people. Um, I mean, you, you even saw like, 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 like bands like fallout boy and like plant bands, like just putting on like, yes. like, like stream concerts mm-hmm. just to kind of make people, you know, dropkick Murphy's did a total zero crowd at Fenway park. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, what is happening here? <laughs> um, and so we were all just trying to navigate that. And I think when things finally started to open back up, that was when I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of, I really want to get back out there. Mm. Like by 2021, I was like, I think I'm ready to get back out. And then, um, I started writing songs just kind of in my head. And, um, you know, I finally got a, my first gig, um, at the Paladin in Steven city. Okay. Shout out to that place. Yeah, that place is pretty cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so I, I got a gig there and I played and they were like, you're amazing. Uh, you know, of course, you know, people very supportive, this community, very supportive, they supportive are. Yes. community. Yeah. Um, and they were like, we want you back. You know, we'd have, love to have you back and whatever. And so that's when I was like, dude, Nathan, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> and he was like, it's funny you should mention that because I'm not doing anything. And I was like, hey, you yeah. want to come play some music? And so, um, you know, we talked about Ethan, but uh, dude, your brother Wyatt yeah. can shred. Dude, dude can shred. The dude can shred. Yeah, when, when he asked me to kind of, help him out i was like i already I already have the backing man it's me Wyatt, and ethan yeah. I was like, wow yeah. us, us four we'll, we'll kill it yeah dude yeah, shoot dude. that made it easy for you right it made yeah. it so easy <laughs> wow, and, I, and, yeah. I, and you know we and we were playing you know uh, when churches and things opened back up during covid that a lot of people were really hesitant to get back out mm-hmm. we were not and so we were right. on every week like we were on playing music and i mean ethan he was at the time probably like 18 yeah literally honestly he might have been 17 he might have been 17 and you guys <laughs> were doing like live streams and stuff like that or what, was, what, did you have an audience how did that work literally no like we we we, we like we like we have to like almost smuggle him into these shows because he's so young <laughs> gotcha. but um so our yeah our first show um was was at the paladin okay and, that one okay and, yeah. and, it, and it literally was just like hey you guys want to play and um it was really cool. I mean, you guys just 
I gave you the songs like yeah. a week before and you're like, I think we got it. I think we got it. That's yeah. cool. And we just, cool. and we just ran it into yeah. the ground, baby. It was cool. Yeah. And, and after, I think, that, after that first show, <laughs> Wyatt was like, so is this like a thing? Like we should be a thing. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's called chemistry. It's I think chemistry, is what they call it for sure. Yeah, for a couple sure. of questions. I'm going to sure. jump around a little bit, yeah. but I'm going to start with you, Ryan. Let's go back to the 2019. Sure. Um, you won Winchester's Got Talent. Tell me about that experience. You guys can share the story if, it, if you're both part of it, sure. but tell us about that. How did that get started? How did it how did it go down? Tell me all about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, it was super cool. I um, so my buddies from high school um, were were playing around, and they were like, "Man, we're musically we're right on it, but we we need a vocalist." And at the you know I'm you know. I, I was just doing my church thing, just kind of doing my own thing. I got two small, at the time I had like two small kids. It was really cool, but um, they just hit me up on Facebook one day and they're like, hey bro, like we know you sing, like it's no secret. Like, do you want to come over and, you know, kind of play around and see if you could put lyrics to the song? And I was like, I mean, I think I could do that. And uh, we got together and we, I mean, just, just got together like no time had passed. I mean, it had been, you know, years since we'd, you know, hung out in high school and right. we just kind of picked right back up where we were. And, um, I started writing around, you know, started writing and all of our influences were kind of like geared toward like this kind of cool folk country kind of thing. And, um, they showed me the song. I wrote lyrics to it uh, or I, where I, well, he had lyrics. I kind of sang the lyrics the way that he thought they should be. And we, we cut a song and we were like, dude, this is really cool. Nice. And, um, you know, we got to put cowboy hats on and, <laughs> and the boots on. And it was very, very cool. Um, and that kind of manifested very fast. I mean, we, we started playing in January and the first round of auditions for that was in March. And we had literally just started playing. Wow. Together. We had literally just started playing together. And he was like, hey, I signed us up. <laughs> we're like, dude, that's why. Okay, our pressure's on. So we, you know, the first round we did a, um, a really cool cover of um, of Dreams from uh, yeah, Fleetwood, from Mac? Fleetwood Mac. Wow, very cool. And we, we did, so Black um, Blacktop Mojo has a cover of that song that we, we kind of took and modeled that song after that. Sure. And got through the first round. People like really responded well to it. The second round we did uh, Victim of Love by the Eagles. There you go. Very good. Very good song. Yeah. And uh, people, I mean, again, and, and we were just like, we're just like, what? Like, you guys have no idea. Like, we're just a bunch of silly, you know, dumb boys from Steven City. Like, we have no <laughs> business being here. And, uh, you know, by the third round, we were we were thick in it. And we wrote a song and played that song. And we won on that song. That's nice. And it was cool. What, and, did you, uh, what was the name of the group? Was it the Ryan Thomas? So we were called the Lowly Souls, man. Shout the out to the Lowly Soul. Souls. We had we had um, quite the run, man. Um, very very good friends of mine, and uh, you know by the end of the band, luckily it was cool the way that it kind of came to a really nice closure. But literally right after we called it, it COVID like just happened, yeah, yeah, gotcha, and, and shut everything down. We were kind of like, man, I'm glad we kind of didn't rely on that to get us through to the next thing, you know, yeah, like that right. would have been such a huge, so I really think about the bands that had to navigate that. Luckily for us, we, we were kind of, <laughs> we were settled, but, uh, what a time. <laughs> what a and where, so was it during Apple Blossom that you actually performed? Apple Blossom. So it was literally like that Thursday night we had a show. Um, we had that final round, we won it. And then they were like, Hey, so tomorrow, like, it was like literally like, or maybe like two days later, they were like, Hey, you're going to march in the parade. You're going to ride in a convertible <laughs> nice, and you're going to yeah. wave to all the people. And it was, it was the coolest. I mean, I've gone to Apple Blossom my whole life and I'd never got to march in the parade. And, uh, we got to, we got to ride in this little convertible yeah, and man. wave to all the people. It was, it was pretty cool. That is cool. So that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a rock star feel there. It's for a, a rock bit, star man. feeling. <laughs> rock star feeling. And what a great view from on the street looking out. Absolutely. It's, it's really different if you've never Absolutely. done that. That's for sure. It was cool. Congratulations, man. Top tier. Top tier. I want to jump back over to Nathan. Nathan, so you were taught, you, you struck my, my uh, interest there a minute ago. You mentioned that you were, you, you took a hiatus, but also you were sort of, you, you go home and, and drum in your, your you know, mm -hmm. in your, in your house, in your, in your room, whatever. Were you, did you have equipment then? Were you air drumming? What what sort of thing were you doing? How did that work for you? Yeah, so um, in the back of my parents' house, there's a this old 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 shed, um, and I put a lot of money into it to turn it into like a really nice music. That's room. cool. Um, so for that for those two years, I had I had a drum set, I had amps, I had guitars. I had, I would always have buddies come over and would just jam. That that was like my music musical outlet was just jamming. Right. Um, but yeah, I would just 
I would work, do sound and I would come home and especially during COVID, I would spend like two to three hours in that shed, just putting headphones in and just closing my eyes and just pretending I was Steve Jordan you know, <laughs> playing to the nice. album. So that's, that's how I, that's how I kind of kept the drumming thing going when I took that hiatus. And how long, how long did it sort of take for you to get your chops back? Was it no time at all? Uh, yeah, it wasn't really any, no time. Cause I was, I was consistently playing in the, in the drum room all the time. I guess, um, I but it, it did kind of take a minute to get used to, um, playing in bars. <laughs> yeah. Cause we, we can't, we come from the church and with, you know, playing in church, it's not about you, you know, it's about God and serving, sure, yeah. glorifying his name. Um, so that, that was kind of weird, but it, it was cool. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, and I will say that like it, it is, you know, that just kind of speaks to like you guys ability, your guys' ability to just kind of speak to an audience. Like, like never have we ever like had stuff thrown at us, which is really, yeah. really nice. <laughs> yes. That's really nice. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> so Ryan Thomas and, and new remedy That's right. comes to be a thing during COVID. Am I understanding that Dude, right? So, so literally, so COVID happens and literally we all kind of have like that once things start to open. So this is like 21, late 21, okay. early 22. Yeah. I'm starting to I'm starting to write a lot, and it was actually literally November of 2022 that I was like that I finally was like I think I'm ready to go out, and um, I played a first show, and then after that first show, I was like I think I need to I need to get some guys, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, I mean coming like I said like 2020, I was like I'm not going to count on on any business in this like there's yeah no you're re- kind of just done with the music there, thing. there was no yeah. there was nothing going on there right you know 2021 is where we did the the church in the park another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which yeah. is cool because it just felt it just felt right. You know, we were just trying to really, you know, come out of that dark period and kind yeah. of bring yeah. light to the yeah. world. And uh, by 2022, man, it was like, man, I think things are finally starting to open up to where, you know, we might be back to a new normal. Yeah. And uh, and sure enough, you know, by November we were we were ready to yeah. rock and roll. That's cool. Yeah. It was cool. I want to talk about your songwriting in a bit too, but this question here, I want to pre precede that. So you guys knew each other through church and in doing you know doing the park relationship there too. But when you guys got together after your first performance and you got together, how Ryan, how did it feel to you? Did it change any did anything change for you about what you expected you were gonna sound like and what you actually you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like you played that that show by yourself and you had a particular way of playing. Did it change a lot when you got different guys in? It sure did. And I'll tell you, like, so when I started playing, I wanted to be like like a like an old school, just um, you know, there's this guy, Coulter Wall, he's playing out. Yeah. There's uh, you know, Tyler Childers. There's this like really cool Appalachian folk country thing. And I thought that's what it looked like. And I started writing songs geared towards kind of that. I wanted to speak to that because it, it, a lot of that music got me through a lot. And uh, so I started writing a lot of folky acoustic songs because I was just by myself all the right, time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so I would write that way. And, and, and it's interesting how, you know, when you get guys together, everything just gets bigger. Yes. And, yeah. and, you, get, and you get more ballsy and you're like, you know what? Let's turn it up. Yeah, and so a lot of the songs that I wrote that were just supposed to be these really kind of kind of sweet songs, kind of turned into rock anthem. You know, like by yeah. the time you know when we're playing them live, like there's sometimes I just turn around and look at these guys and I'm like, dude, <laughs> we're, we're a well oiled machine. Is this? What is this? Right <laughs> What's now? happening? Here? And so we, so I kind of went from like this this 
this, I don't know, kind of sad emo cowboy phase to like this, like rock and roll, like we're, we're doing it, man. Yeah. We have, we've, you know, and, and it's cool because I feel like all of our influences together, we've kind of drafted this, this sound yeah. that, right. that not a lot of people are doing where it's, it's a little country, but it's a little rock. It's a little, it's a little folky. Like we have a really cool thing going. Yeah. Right. That's cool. For sure. Nathan, when you came into the picture for this, mm. this group, one of the things I think I enjoyed a lot was when I would meet up with people for the first time and try to give them an interpretation of their music. In other words, I would play the drums, mm. but I would play it in the style that I think that that song, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Did you get that same sensation and did it, did it groove right away? Like, like boom, it hit. Ryan loves it. You love it. How did yeah, it work? Honestly, know? it was yeah. It just it just kind of just happened like that. Uh, we would get together in his basement, um, and he would just start strumming away his originals. And there was like I think Lion Woman and Jody. There was drum tracks. Mm-hmm. You had like recording with your old band, and I would listen to those, and I sure. try to match that because sure. that's you know respect to the old drummer. Um, but there was no there was no there was nothing with his stuff. So we he would just give the chords to uh, Wyatt and Ethan, and we would just we would just play it a couple times and by the end of the night we would we would have a song so it kind of just it took a couple a couple goes at it but that's a cool feeling yeah. though isn't yeah it, right just, yeah for sure yeah. I, I remember oh, that yeah. i remember you know it's like you, you you play the song and at the end you know the you know they might make a remark to you, you know, yeah hey, man, dude that's that's what i wanted yeah. or something like but even even then you don't even need a remark sometimes you just know how well it went yeah that's very cool very very cool so now you guys are making a thing of it what sort of time did you put in to put together a song list and catalog? <laughs> I mean, how how long did you rehearse before you got out? So, yeah, the, ahead, so the first the, the, the first gig we did, like the at the Paladin, um, I think it was a two hour. Was it an hour and a half set? It was. A, it was actually a three hour set. But I, I, so I was like, I'll take the first hour and a half. Yeah, and I'll understood. Do, yeah, and I'll yeah. just yeah. do like you know acoustic stuff. You know, a lot of Zach Bryan, a lot of Tyler Children, a lot of yeah. a lot of that stuff, and then. The back half, I was like, I'm gonna bring you boys up, yeah. and we're gonna rock. We're yeah, gonna it rock was it out. the last hour and a half, and we were, I think we had a total of nine songs, and we were like, nine songs, we can. That's an hour and a half worth of music. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog, I love it. We, I think Ooh. we got, I think we got 40 minutes in, yes. and we were done. Yeah, so we were just pulling stuff out of our butt. Dude. That's funny. But it, it was, it was the, it was the, the most fun I've ever had playing live. For yeah, sure. people buy into it. Yeah. they're like, yeah, 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 go for it. You know, once they sort of you know, uh, except, you know, Hey, they sound pretty good. You know what I mean? And then after that, you can kind of pull yeah. things out of your, you know, yeah. out of your hat. It's cool. There's a, there's an element of trust and like, like a nice crowd, like when the yeah. crowd, when the crowd's feeling what you're doing and you just, right. you're just kind of like, Hey, we're about to do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> trust us for a minute. And yeah. Most of the time, nine times out of 10, people are like, okay, we're, we're vibing. We're rocking with you. We're with vibing with you. Yeah. <laughs> so again, give me a shout out of the members of the band that aren't with us here. Yeah. Uh, so Wyatt justice, he's my brother. He's, he rips the electric guitar. Mm, nice. uh, and then Ethan mm. Grisby, he's, uh, he's my brother from another mother. Right. Uh, and he nice. plays bass. He, well, he plays bass, vocals, keys, drums. He does it all. Right. Um, right. Mm. And what sort of, you all have the same vibe right now. Like, let's get after it. Is it, you want you're, you're out? Yeah. Let's fill it up. Let's do it. Fill it up. So it's really cool right now. So we're we're we took a. I mean, it, actually, we didn't choose this. It just kind of happened, which was nice. December totally was like a a, a month of of nothing came up. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to uh, reach out to uh, our really good buddies. At uh, Talon Hartman and Talon Chris, Hartman, yeah, yep, Valley Sound Cow, yep, Valley right, Sound Cow, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, shout out, <laughs> um, and so um, they're going to hook us up. We're going to do um, um, a couple days of, of of grueling studio work. Um, are we allowed to talk about this? I think we're yeah, we can talk I think about we're it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, Shenandoah University, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. We're going to let her rip in there. Yeah. Um, yep. We're we're and you know we're paying for it. Nothing's you have Golder free. involved in it. What's yeah. that? You have Golder involved. Golder O'Neill over there. Uh, our direct contacts, Talon Hartman and okay, Chris Fenton. Yeah, okay, yeah, so you'll, yeah. you'll meet Golder. Golder's oh. a magician. It's, oh. it's amazing. <laughs> cool. yeah. We're super excited about it. I mean, we've got, um, you know, we've got, uh, we've, we've got a lot of songs, but we've, we've kind of narrowed it down to what we want to do. Yeah. Um, to just introduce us, our, ourselves to the world. Yeah. Um, and we got to tour the studio. It's last, unbelievable. Last month. We oh, did a show man. there. Oh yeah. We did one of our podcasts there. It's, it's, Phenomenal! It's the so best, fun. maybe the best in the state. Honestly, that's amazing. You know, that's it's amazing. just incredible in that place. And you guys are going to make it sound. When oh. you get your product back, it's going to be great. Yeah, 
We're super pumped for it. Yeah, like, so, so, so excited. So yeah, like, I mean, literally, we it just kind of happened organically. Like the whole process has been very organic. Yeah. Um, and so this month, we we just nothing came up. So we were like, you know what? Let's just put all of our eggs into the basket of recording and uh, getting just just a nice quality material mm-hmm. out very to the cool. world. So we're super pumped for that. Nice. That's coming. That's coming. Twenty twenty four. Yes, nice. sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> so guys, man. I've been stalling, but I don't want to stall anymore because this is my favorite part of the show. You guys got instruments with you, which is really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any chance we could talk you guys into scrubbing off a song or two? Yeah, oh, for sure. I think right. you definitely can do let's, that. Let's do that. Tell <laughs> me, you know, I'm going to turn it over to you guys, but tell me about the songs that you want to do. I mean, whatever the first one is, tell me about it a little bit sure. and then you guys knock it out. Yeah. So, um, you know, I teach a huge country music influence for me. So the, the lyrics that I write are, are very country. um the music though is all of our influences combined and so i feel like by the time you get a final a final product you're like i'm picking up some some rock and roll i'm picking up some Some, country i'm picking up some pop punk (laughs) yeah it's like like you know like like do you guys like my chemical romance (laughs) and so um so yeah yeah, we we um yeah we've these these songs that we have are, are all original um but uh you know the cool thing is is i had four chords but these guys turned it into something way more cool, and uh, we're excited to share it. Cool, cool. Well, let yeah. us know and, and, and uh, rip it off for us, man. We'd love cool. to hear it. This first song is called uh, One Who's Crying. All right. Well, I 
second seat was wide open I closed off my stupid mind And I didn't kiss her when it really mattered I didn't run after her And now I'm the one who's crying Now I'm the one who's crying now I'm the one who's crying Ryan Thomas <laughs> and Nathan from New Remedy, man. Holy cow, that was outstanding. I loved it, <laughs> man. You. Sounds Thank so you. good. Awesome. So awesome. good. I mean, uh, so is that one of your earlier songs that you wrote? Has that been out for so in your that, mind for a while? I tell you what, that that was the first song that I think we kind of looked at each other and were like, dude, that's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. It's yeah, had yeah. multiple stages of development. The first time we wrote it, it was kind of like, you know, boom. Like, yeah. Uh just kind of there where it was. Yeah. Like that. Like we just played. But right. man, uh, you should hear the final product, man. We're yeah. super pumped for it. It's very rock and roll. That's cool. Our lead guitarist has got some super cool licks in there. Um, our bass player, he's all over the place. He's got some cool harmonies. So, um, yeah, that's that cool. was that was just the first time that we looked at each other and were like, dude, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, is that is that song born out of something that you experienced when you wrote it? Yeah, how so, how did it work? I mean, a lot of, a lot of. So first off, I grew up listening to a lot of sad country music. Right, you know, George right. Jones, Johnny Cash, Waylon. I mean, so. I kind of have that that niche to just to just kind of think that way, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in the early two thousands, you know, with emo music is kind of mm-hmm. like okay, like I, yeah, just sad, sad all the time. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, some personal experiences, some fun, just some a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, the music though, whew, gosh, that's that's all you guys. That's cool. <laughs> that's all. That's you cool. Guys. That's a great sound and a very. <laughs> Um, relatable song, and it's one of those ones, man. You can sing right along with it yeah. once you get used to it, man. You're going to know that song. People are going to sing it for sure. Awesome. You know, I get this email a lot from people, and, and I forget to do it. But tell me a little bit about your guitar. They always want to know about equipment. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about sure. your guitar. This yeah. guitar, um, uh, you mentioned uh, Crosswinds. So big, big fan of Shenandoah music. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shenandoah. Yeah, man. Uh, the Stroh Snyder's awesome. The Stroh Snyder's are awesome. Shout yeah. out to those boys. Um, so I bought this guitar. It's a Teton guitar. Um, literally I saw, I, I didn't even play it. I just saw the word Teton and I saw this really cool, yeah, sound, is this, cool. This Southwestern thing going on. Yeah. And, um, at the time I had written a song called Colorado, which is, which is a really cool song as well. Very folky song. Um, but I just felt like, you know, if you're going to write a song like that, you know, you got to have that Southwest flair. <laughs> and, um, and at the time I had, I had a, a Martin, um, DX series guitar, Dang. which, which is really nice. Sure. Um, and uh, I ended up, I ended up, um, kind of, kind of selling that off to a really good friend of mine, um, Isaac Foltz. Oh, another, Isaac. Another, there you go. Another, hey. another shout, shout out. out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, super cool, talented dude. Um, to his father, uh, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool the way that all happened. But anyway, I wanted this guitar really bad, so I was like, okay, we're gonna make some moves. We're gonna buy this guitar. Mm-hmm. So I bought the guitar, and um, I put it in my hands, and I played it, and I was like, dude, this feels really good. And um, so yeah, this is a Teton guitar made actually out in the state of Utah. Nice uh, with Teton uh, Guitar Company. So it's got it's, a great uh, sound. Very really cool sound. really good sound. Yeah. And uh, for for you know for for actual guitar nerds, maybe uh, I play a whole it's all of my shows acoustically. I play a whole half step or a whole step down. Okay. And so um, my open tuning is actually instead of your low E, you're in a uh, a very uh, you're in a D. Uh, so the whole guitar is tuned down a whole, mm. a whole nice. step. Trust me, they love the geeky stuff. They love yeah, the geeky stuff. People yeah, love yeah, yeah. the geeky stuff for sure. Um, very cool. Very cool. All right, so now we've got the, we've got them clamoring out there. I can hear them. They want to hear another one. Do you <laughs> guys good. have another something up the sleeve? Definitely do. Um, yeah, we're super pumped for this song too. I think this is going to be out. We're going to put this one out, right? I think. Kiss yeah. you goodnight. We're going to kiss yeah. you goodnight. Yeah. Kiss right. you goodnight. Kiss you goodnight. Yeah, this song's called Kiss You Goodnight. Uh, right. Just a cool. I don't know. Is it country? I don't know. It's Ryan it's Thomas and New Remedy. It's That's Ryan what it is. Ryan Thomas and New Remedy. Baby. That's what it is. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. Here we go. anymore 
Just one drink for you I guess it's true That we can't be together But we're here In this barroom tonight Let's have a beer Or a shot Cause I'm sure I forgot How it feels To kiss you goodnight And Nathan from New Remedy, man, that song is going to be really popular. That's a great song. Both of them are great. Thank you. That's got such a cool feel to it. Thank man. you so much. You could do a lot with it too, right, Nathan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you yep. could you could definitely grunge that up, yep. you know, oh, if you yeah. want to, for sure. Or you can play it more like you did, you know, more like we just heard, where it's a little bit more of a, you know, uh, um, um, what I want to say, you know, the the, the uh, alt country feel or whatever you want to call it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. You know, it's yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, that's fantastic, man. I really love that. So I got to ask you because, uh, I don't have Ryan here and he always remembers to ask this question. Tell me about your songwriting. And if you're involved in the tune, Nathan, I don't know, but tell me about that, Ryan. Is, is it okay? Let me preface this by saying this. The guests that we have on the show usually come from two schools. Either one, they write songs in the shower. They write songs on the drive home. They write songs like that, 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 mm. or we got other people that say, I come up with a song, but it's an idea and it takes me months to get it down are you in either one of those camps so i'm in the camp of i so i'm i do hvac for a living that's my day job i need you because i'm do the same thing so. hey right on my name so i do <laughs> testing and balancing that's my guy okay right, we can do it that's right <laughs> so um so so for me i'm up way way early and that's when my my musical just just my brain turns on mm. i'm a morning guy um so that commute to work, you know, my office is about 30 minutes away from my house. Right. So that 30 minutes is where 
I just kind of sit. I think about what I'm feeling. Um, you know, I've been, I, it's, it's like the, the, the psychiatrical elements to a, a, a songwriter. There's a lot of sensitivity. There's a lot of passion and feeling. Uh, yeah. When we feel, we feel. And so, you know, that, that early morning feel is where I just go to town on, mm. on, and I've got, you know, I go into my notes app on my phone and I just start writing what I'm feeling. Uh, and not all, that's not always my experience. Yeah. Some of the experiences are mine. Some of them are, are some of those experiences are people that I've talked to and, yeah. and, uh, you just kind of start writing it or you put yourself into a, you put yourself into a mood or you put yourself into a place that you've been before maybe. Mm-hmm. And you just start writing to that. Um, a lot of my songwriting just kind of happens there. Um, what I have to do though, is I have to immediately record what I'm writing. Really? Because yeah. if I don't, I'll forget the pattern and I'll just have lyrics. So what's happened before, I'll write the lyrics out, and then by lunchtime, I'm like, what were the chords to that? And I'm like, these are really great lyrics, but what do I do with it? And so I have to start from scratch of how does this sound? So you know, there's definitely a a process, but it's just so blue collar. I I don't even know how that... That's the best guy, man. Um, It's cool. But yeah, typically he'll, he'll, he writes all the songs, but sure. he brings them to us and, you know, we'll be honest, we'll tell him if, if they're good or crap. <laughs> that's, right. uh, yes, you that's what friends um, are for. That's what friends are for. And then <laughs> the majority of them are really good, really good. That's great. Um, and then we just, we just sit down in his basement and we hash it out and right. we, we come out the other end with it. So Ryan, when you, when you put a song together, you know, the song is born. Let's just, you know, we'll be literal. It's born. You raise it up, <laughs> you develop it, you you, and then you 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 know put it into your stable. How, you know, how proud are you of those finished products? And and do you find yourself feeling like you have to outdo the last one, or is there any any of that going on? I'll I'll say you know, so a lot of my songs, you know, we're writing a lot more together now, which is really great. Um, but at first, it was a lot of you know, again, these songs kind of came out of like this acoustic setting, yeah. you know, and I would play them out. And when people were like, who sang, Who sings that song? Who sings that song that you just played there? And you're like, well, I wrote that song. Because I try not to, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wrote this song. Yeah. But if you if you announce that, people are like, all right, I want to go grab a beer. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I try to really just kind of like throw it in there. And then when people are like, hey, that was good. Who's that? And you're like, well, that, that's a song I wrote. And people are like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, right. We don't, we don't hate that. That's when you're like, yeah, okay. And so, you know, that's happened multiple times, you know, and then, and then you kind of go with, okay, well, that's what people respond to. People are responding to kind of like this honest, you know, I could write, I could write lyrics about, you know, just surface value stuff, which, which, you know, I could do that. Yeah. Um, But when you actually put yourself into these songs and people are like, man, these, these are actually really good. I don't think, um, I don't think there is, at least in my mindset, there is no like trying to outdo. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. like we, at least us two, we've been through a lot of shit uh, right, recently. Right. Just like a true lot, damn, lot of boy. stuff. True damn, my boy. Um, so like these songs are like they, they hit deep for us. Yeah, yeah. So like when we play them, you know, we don't want to outdo it. We want to. We really want to get it out there. And sure. Let it resonate with people. It's pretty cool. Is yeah, it music? Cool. Is it music? A beautiful thing. Yeah. It's just a, the connections are unbelievable. I would be making a lot of people mad, Nathan, if I didn't talk to you about your equipment. Tell me about <laughs> cool, what cool, you're cool. sitting on right now, and then also cool. tell me about what you take out on the road and yeah. play. Tell me uh, so what I'm sitting right now, it's just a, it's a cajon. Um, my, I didn't really want the cajon. My mom got it for me for Christmas a while back. Um, but my, my aunt has a brother that makes them. Oh, um, cool. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's Love Tree cajons. or I don't know if he just makes cajons or if he makes guitars too. Understood. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I... When I got the cajon, I didn't want it to be t- a typical cajon. I wanted it to be really deep, and I wanted it to have like a jungle feel. I didn't want like right. a bass and snare thing. So like the snare is a little bit deeper near the bass drum, so it's a little I, more I rattle. I agree with that. Yep. But like when you hit it up here, it has like this cool jungle jungle feel. Um, it's it's the only cajon I'll, and I and I never play cajon. I don't think I've played this thing in two years. <laughs> so, well, you did a great job tonight, man. Uh, it's really cool. But yeah, when I'm when I'm gigging out, um, I'm a DW guy. Okay. Drum workshop. Um, yep. And I'm an all minor guy. They would be called Cadillacs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but my toms, I have I have these. I have a 13 and a 16 rack, or a 13 rack and a 16 floor from the 70s. They're just big. They're just big boys, um, and they're fat. Um, so I pair those with uh, 20 by 20 uh, performance series kick drum, and then a, I have a 8 by 
or twelve by eight uh, <coughs> snare drum. Okay. Then I then I rock all of um, Minel's Spizant stuff. So I, li- nice. I like the extra dry, extra dry stuff. Yeah, crispy. Yeah, I do. I do just want to kind of say like you you make all of us better musicians because besides my Teton guitar and my Fender Telecaster, <laughs> like. Everything else is yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I bring out all the guitars, the pedal boards. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's Every, I'm like literally everything belongs yeah. to you except like the actual. <laughs> did you yeah. did you say you had an eight inch snare? Is that what you said? Eight that's inch deep nice, snare. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a deep snare. What, a, what I like about it is you can tune in the pie to get the Christmas crisp crispness from yeah. it, but it still has depth. Yes. So that's I've that's always what, liked the deeper yeah. snare. Yep. Absolutely For better sure. than you know fives and, and sixes or whatever. Yep. I love the, the deep ones. Yep. Very cool, man. Yep. You got some good equipment. <laughs> Thank you. So now guys are going to be clamoring to get you guys to come play. It's going to happen, I promise you. How do people reach out and get a hold of you? How's that work? Man, right now it's just Facebook. I mean, I feel like yeah. we like we're still kind of in this whole like, is this real? Like what what what's happening? Like we don't know how to yeah. we don't know how to, you know, again, I'm the old dog in the group. Yeah. You know, you young boys, you know how to you know how to make it happen. Um, but right now it's Facebook. Facebook is like our 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 homie. Yeah. We also have Instagram, um, but I, we're never on it. Yeah. So if you're gonna reach out to us, reach out to Definitely us through Facebook. Facebook. And, and that is Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Is that Ryan Thomas and New Remedy? Ryan Thomas and New, and New Remedy, Remedy. Okay. and that'll go to one of a, one of one of That's us. Right. Yeah. One of us too. Yep. Yep. We've, we're cool. both admins on that thing, and we'll we'll respond and yep. hopefully get something going. Man, definitely very cool. I hope that uh, I hope we can book up twenty four solid for you and get out yeah, and check you guys out for sure. <laughs> what did uh, What did I miss along the way? What What is something that we need to get out there for everybody? Man, any shout outs that we missed? Shout outs, man. We, hey, we Sarah Papo, you got to do your Sarah kids. You gotta Sarah Papo, my your kids. kids too, yeah. Man. So look, my kids. Um, when they come to the show, so so if we're playing bars, you know, you're like, hey, girls, like, you know, daddy loves you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But right. you know, these restaurants and clubs and things, you know, like uh, like the Paladin's really super cool. Mm-hmm. Like they, the kids go to that and uh, they geek out and they put it on yeah. their Snap stories or their Instagram stories. It's pretty cool. Um, they're very supportive. Um, you know, it's cool. Sarah yeah. Papo. Sarah Papo, she's, she's a drummer. She we, we would love to get her on the kit so I can get on a rhythm electric. Yeah. Yeah. Second electric. Yeah, boy. Um, but yeah, she she's uh, Wyatt's fiance. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. She's she's a she's baller. She's you guys baller. got the girls. The girls of the band are really great. Yep. Yeah. We love Hayden. Yep. too. We love Hayden. Love too. Hayden. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> uh, Ethan's parents, Jerry and, Jerry and Sam, Sam Grisby. Dude. Love them. They are so sweet. They're they're, they're our number one supporters. That's one cool. Yeah. For sure. Good. Well, folks, you have heard the product on our show, so make sure you go out and check out Ryan Thomas, the new, new Remedy Man, because they are going to be cheering it up. Lots of cool music to get to, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, the, the job I have here is so cool, because each and every week I get amazingly talented people that sit right around this table, and I get to talk to them and, and watch them play and everything. And you guys made it. Great once again, man. Thanks for sharing you. your songs Thank and your you. talent you. tonight, man. Thank you so really much. Really appreciate that. Yeah. This Stay in honor. touch. Yeah, no. Stay in touch. Once you guys get that, you know, get that uh, recording done, you get out and play a little bit, let's catch up again. Yeah, for and sure. And we'll do another show and we'll figure out what's going on with you Sweet. guys. And is that cool? Yeah. Good, for good, sure. good. All right, folks. A couple more things we got to knock out before we wrap up here. Um, first of all, I want to give a couple of shout outs myself. It's episode 75. Um, and I want to give a shout out to all of our fans out there. I got to say this. We were lucky enough to, uh, get, uh, get anchor and Spotify to kind of give us a wrap up of the year. And this podcast was rated number one by over 2,400 people. And I cannot even believe it, but I'm so thankful for it. And for all those folks that are so supportive and are going out and seeing these local acts and the acts that have been joining us on the phone, pardon me, on the phone, on the show, we're just so appreciative of your time and effort. And we're just, We've got such a cool thing here. I want to try to keep it going as long as we can. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for making Musicians Cafe, you know, a success. I really appreciate that. I got to give a shout out to Chris Gray. Chris Gray is our producer. He's also my son-in-law and very important to me. So Chris, thanks for everything that you do, brother. Man, I couldn't do without you. And of course, we miss Ryan tonight. Ryan, the show is a lot better when you're here, brother. Trust me. So uh, we hope to get you back next week and uh, we'll make sure everybody joins us again for another episode. We got to get back to that question. What is U2's guitarist, The Edge? What is his real name? Mm. And his real name, I'm sure nobody probably would have got this unless they looked it up on Wiki or something, is David Howe Evans. Mm. Uh, David Evans Evans is his name, yep. Uh, He got his name. uh, It's a little bit of a mystery, but he got his name from the early years of U2. 
Uh, people said a couple of things. One, he was always a little bit standoffish. And so he stayed out on the edge of, he didn't want to get too involved in certain things. Like it might be a group effort. He would stay out on the fringes of it. Mm. So they said he was on the edge. And they also <laughs> said that his guitar playing also had an edge to it. Yeah. So those two things got him, garnered him the, the name, the edge. So just a little bit of needless knowledge now that everybody has out there that, uh, that I supplied to you. So congratulations on that. I don't own any copyright. So if you guys want to use that question anywhere, just feel free to do it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us once again. We thank Ryan Thomas and New Remedy. Nathan was here with us. We're going to keep in touch with them. Uh, once again, I've got to remind everybody, first of all, have a great holiday season. We're going to be joining you again next week, but it's the holidays now, so go out and have a yeah. good time. Remember to be thankful for the right reasons. We all have reasons to be thankful for, and Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes, sir. So make sure you keep that fourth most in front of everybody. Uh, if you're out driving in the left-hand lane and you're not passing anybody, I can tell you with certainty that Jesus... Is not happy with you. Now he may love you, but he's not happy with you. I'm certain he, he actually had a talk with me about it. He said, if you're not passing somebody in the left lane, you're making Brian angry, and you also need to get over in the right lane because that's the legal thing to do. So please listen to Jesus, everybody, and get in the right lane if you're not passing everybody. In the meantime, come back and join us once again. I'm Brian Dick. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace.